Hello and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 159. I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Sinitsky. Hello. That's me. And we got Jana. Hello. Hi, Jana. And then not only do we have y'all folks, the huge, we've got Shane from Cone Coach and Pebcac. I, hey. I know him more just from the Carbitrage Discord that you could be part of if you were a patron. Yep. So if you head on over to patreon.com forward slash carbitrage, any level of contribution there will get you added to our Discord automatically if you have a Discord account. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash Discord. So, Shane, we haven't had you on since this was called Motor Cult. It's been quite yeah, a while. It's been a minute. Yeah. Uh, last time I was on, uh, I think I got an invite while I was drunk, and I think I got an invite this time while I was drunk. That sounds about uh, right. So you guys seem to take advantage of me when I'm vulnerable. That's uh, kind of how we roll. Yeah, really. It, gets, <laughs> it keeps the, the whole kind of ethos of the podcast intact. So I can, I can feel it. So <laughs> I'm on board with that. That's, but that's why I agree. Because I'm like, you guys, yeah, right there. You can feel it coming in the air tonight. And thank you for providing a, uh, a photo thumbnail for me to uh, put into mm. Streamlabs here. Yeah, so there is. Live via satellite or no Discord. We are we are what four weeks into lockdown here in Los Angeles, so uh, there is no fucking way I'm turning on a webcam anytime soon. Uh, so, hmm, there that's, you go. that's strange because when you host Jackbox games, you do seem to at least last week. Uh, last week I did. This week I actually couldn't because I, of all the dumb things, a light bulb burned out over my computer, and oh. so it wasn't bright enough to use a green screen and all that sort of stuff. So I did turn the wow. I had to give up on the webcam this week. I feel very bad for your first world problems. Hopefully you recover. I know. It took me a week and a half to get a light bulb last time that went out <laughs> during COVID. So I don't I don't have a lot of hope. Well, I, luckily I, I can send you a light bulb. <laughs> it will take substantially less than a week. Uh, maybe, the, we could, like, maybe we could create this hustle where like, we're in the relatively, <clears throat> like still relatively open Minneapolis area. And we could like buy stuff for you, and you could sell that to people in <laughs> L.A. for like inflated prices, and then give us money. Right, it's a scam. It's <laughs> a scam. That's called hustling. No, right? no, no, yeah, no, no. You it's, don't want to do that during a pandemic. It's redistribution of necessary resources for increased profit margin. I'm just gonna I'm call sure. it reallocation. Yeah. You know, reallocation. it's reallocation. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Can I find me in the back of a? parking lot at walmart with a trunk open got a trailer the m3 is just full of light bulbs pushing people away you need to like what I, you need dog i do have to say i have some exciting news i got a fat a face mask with kittens on it that's so I'm, I'm pretty set. jealous of that yeah that's pretty cute i'll i'll get it later and i'll show okay. everyone perfect yeah that needs to be seen by the world <laughs> i just got it yesterday after i went on like a two mile bike ride which i extremely regret because my bike seat is terrible do, do, um, do, do. yeah um, shane yes verbal in your life how have you been handling your covid19 thing um I'm kind of on this fence right now because, like, historically and like biologically, I'm I'm introverted, so I I like chill inside most of the time on my own. But then again, I'm super missing out on all these fun activities that I like to do that basically drew me to LA, like track days and events and stuff like that, and conventions and blah, just everything is 
gotten the axe. Uh, the SCCA has canceled pretty much everything for the foreseeable future here, so it's just, it's just, I'm getting bored to be frank <laughs> uh, for a lot of it. So, yeah, I I feel that because like that's like I'm, I, I can I can be introverted like if I need to be, <laughs> and I have plenty of stuff in my house that I can do. But uh, yeah, there's times <laughs> where it's like when you get up out of your chair for the first time after like seven hours in the day. And you're like, what have I done today? I've been writing, I've been playing Elder Scrolls online. It's best to not you, think you, about a lot of times, even if you are an introvert yeah. normally. <laughs> yeah. Just, you don't think yeah. about time. But it, I've been playing a lot of Minecraft with my other friends, and they're just like, yeah, just don't don't even think about time. Mm-hmm. And then I you can I cannot stand playing it. I'm and now oh, he's yeah. like, now he's kicking himself for that. Because now his kids have to sit inside and just play video games, and they're losing their minds, fighting with each other. Oh, yelling. anyone with kids right now, I'm just yeah. like, I see some yeah. of these posts, I'm like, I'm gonna go ahead and snooze you for 30 days, because I don't want to be, like, complicit in you murdering your children. You're well, gonna pull I, yeah, a Carol Baskin on your kids. the ropes in the house, like, Jesus. I kinda, like, so we had a little check-in day with the parents that are still paying, um, because we, we made educational packets for all the kids that are still at home uh, to keep Is that distance learning or is that something else? Yeah, it's it's distance learning, so it's a bunch of packets that we would have them do at school just sent home with the materials they need. And so parents were coming in and they were like, you're the first people we've seen in like months at this point. And I'm like, yeah, I haven't missed you, so how's that going? Like, And some of the parents are like, the kids are doing fine, no problem, we've got a schedule, and other parents are like, I can't wait to bring them back. <laughs> and it's just a vast scale of parents that are really good with their kids and keeping them on schedule, and of the parents that don't play any importance in their kids' education are really, those are the ones that are struggling, because they're not keeping a schedule, they're not giving them activities to do so the kids are just running wild while they're working I believe the term is amok yeah running amok, amok. Yes. they're running amok that's a very good word so ryan what are your so, picks for this my picks my first one this one like i didn't even know this movie came out but it's um an adam carolla documentary okay uppity the story of willie t gibbs who you is willie t gibbs he was the first black guy to run in the uh indy 500 Oh, nice. And it is really, really good. Adding like, this to my queue right now. Yeah. Everything that could have been put in his way got in his way. And I just fucking love Willie T. Gibbs. Mm -hmm. like that, he's like, that is the dude right now. He's one of my favorite race car drivers. <laughs> it's now. actually already on my watch queue list, so somebody has definitely recommended this <laughs> to me before. Yeah, like, it's one of those things, like, I have no idea Whoops. why this, like... It wasn't like uh, winning the racing, the story of Paul Newman, whereas like mm -hmm. you like heard about it. Like this one went totally under the radar. It is so good. It is well, I actually like, like this better like than that. the Paul Newman movie? Um, speaking of such, Senna also is on uh, YouTube or sorry Netflix as well. Oh, we've Highly watched that, that before, right? Yes, we have. But I mean, everybody should watch that. Yeah, I've actually really watched good. it. Absolute classic. That's one of the best documentaries. Are you guys going to be mad when I say that I was underwhelmed by that movie? No, because I can see how you would. Like, it was just really slow really... moving. Like, he's a great guy. Yeah. And probably the best racer, but, like, it. Man, I was bored. 
So well, in it's fairness, because we watch documentaries a lot more than you. Do. Yeah, we we oh, okay. yeah we're, we're me and Jen are documentary Jen people, like right, whatever. Yes. But I mean, my my Disney Plus currently is the documentary about the Grand Canyon on it. And, <laughs> yeah, um, on Disney Plus. Okay. Yeah, and, uh, and my, my curiosity. It's because I pay for it. You know? <laughs> my curiosity stream is just documentaries. Uh, also, you should get curiosity stream. Yeah, on um, the Senate one though, real quick. Uh, yeah. So. The pacing thing, I, I can understand that. There was actually two cuts of that film. There was an original oh. theatric that was 90 minutes. No way. And then okay. the, the released version on DVD is like two and a half hours long. Okay. Which is a lot okay. more like about his life and stuff. Because I remember yeah. there was actually a screening in Minneapolis, uh, like, a, like an early screening that a bunch of us in the motorsport community got invites to. Hmm. Uh, and it was amazing. And then we I'm like, I'm like, I put it on once I got the DVD and I'm just like, Good lord, this is long. What did they? Oh, it's way longer. Okay, I actually like that. That's really awesome. Yeah. Like, I think that's really cool because I mean, I, you're watching I'm to learn, personally... and that's more information. But for me, yeah. I'm just like I would rather have the distillation because really, I, yeah. I, I need that eighty percent information and fifty percent the time thing because I that's just how I operate. I have no attention yeah. span. So well, yeah. So like, yeah, but you're also talking to me. I wrote a one second here. I'm bringing it up right now. Are right, you go a... over this? I'm getting a beer. I wrote a article about Tamagawa Raceway, the first racetrack in Japan. Mm -hmm. That is 1,700. Oh, one second more than 1,700. It's 3,200 words long. So a small book about yeah. Tamagawa Raceway uh, for Japanese nostalgia car. So, like, I'm okay with a three-hour documentary. Tell, like, tell me about growing up in Brazil. Yeah, and um, I have to write ten page ethnographies, so I think I guess. I'm yeah, Eric's in the wrong room. He's in a room full of nerds. I, yeah. I, I had no problem with the second cut. I was just like, whoa, this is a lot different than what I was expecting because yeah. we're having like interviews with the FIA chief and stuff like that. that I'm just yeah, like, Bernie Eccleston. Yeah. But uh, they should they should have had like both of them available. Mm -hmm. Like that's the thing. Yeah. I, I don't know if the theatrical release one or if we were just seeing like a pre-cut of like we're going to have this high energy version for the movies because that's what, you know, people going to the movies kind of want to see. Yeah. Um, uh, and then they just never did anything with it or if it was something that actually like uh, if there's like a, another copy on the DVD or something like that. or yeah, I'm, I don't know. I just I don't have the DVD. So mm -hmm. um, also, did you know every single episode of Pokemon ever is on Pokemon.com? No, like, that seems like a dangerous thing. Yeah, Every like, single episode from like 1999 until today, like last week's episode, they're all free on Pokemon.com without ads. Absolute confirmation that Pokemon presence is not about sell, uh, uh, the cartoon itself. We are here to sell toys, damn it. <laughs> and, yeah. Hey, that's cool because, like you know, Shira and E-Man were to sell toys. Yeah. And I, the Shira TV show. Is actually another one that's not on my list, but everybody should watch a Shira TV show. Yeah, TV that's pretty good. It's on Netflix. That is, like, perfect. It is, like, it's Adventure Time and the original He-Man put together into, like, the perfect TV show. I love that, that, that TV show so much. Um, Initial D is also on Hulu, because Funimation has a deal with Hulu, so you can watch all of Initial D. They actually redubbed Initial D, so it's actually watchable. Um... <laughs> um Instead of having either Japanese or like, Look, okay, you're, or you're automotive awful. enough. What'd you say? You're automotive enough 
did yeah. they fix like the technical problems with the English dub? Like, like I had problems with the speaking and stuff like that. But when they were like, he's going into an inertial sideways drift of drift doing drift. I'm like, <laughs> no, they, they, that's uh, so endearing though. Uh, no, what, like, they did, what they did is they actually took word for word the Japanese translations, okay. and they just had actors speak it out loud. Well, because hmm. they're, they're, they always, so being an anime dork, uh, they always have to do a little bit of bridging to make the lip flaps try to match up a little bit more, so there's always a little change, but... So, sometimes they'll, they'll slow it down they'll a little bit. The lip flaps. Yeah. The, wow. They'll slow down how the actor's talking to to take up that space, but yeah, like it, yeah. it's a way better dub. Like that's honestly why you see like weird pauses in anime dubs and stuff like that is because like the Japanese language and format isn't directly equivalent. So. That's so also, shocking. I love those weird pauses. That's what mm -hmm. makes anime good. Like, <laughs> it's the it, weird pauses. It's an endearing thing. You love it or yeah. you hate it for sure. Um, then I have a couple YouTube things I want to note. Um. The Watcher on YouTube. That's the dudes from BuzzFeed Unsolved. Hmm. And one of the guys from Worth It um, got together and made their own YouTube channel. And it's hilarious. Uh, totally recommend that. Um, BuzzFeed Unsolved, I actually recommend. They've got like six seasons of like spooky ghost hunting stuff. <laughs> uh, and and like, true crime. Yeah, and true crime, which is really good. Automotive. Um, I've been really getting into Hoonigan Autofocus. Um, it's not the normal Hoonigan channel. Uh, that's uh, way better than the normal Hoonigan channel. Um, what does autofocus focus on? It's actually like car. No, I wouldn't say like car reviews, but it's like car is featurettes. It, is it like people's cars, or actually like people in the uh, Hoonigan shop or whatever? Their no, personal it, projects. It's, it's like actually people's cars. Okay. So like they go, they go around the. Um, they go around the world and uh, they actually take they take photos and everything of people's cars individually. Mm -hmm. So it's it's really really tight. It's Larry Chen does oh, sure. it. Nice. Yeah. Mm. So he's a really good photographer. So when he's going around the world now, he just takes a GoPro with him and while he's taking these photos of these like amazing cars, he's also like doing video interviews with him. So he did. Oh no! Um, so Larry Chen's talking in this series though. <laughs> he, he's honestly he's he's okay talking um he did uh, one where okay. he went to uh, he's an excellent photographer i have no doubt there he but... went to uh team studi which is japan's premier um bmw tuner uh where they've got like a, they do like ac schnitzer stuff and everything um so he yeah he like went there he also did like z car garage a lot of really cool stuff like that hmm. um so yeah that one's a really good one and then uh, um one final one simon whistler's youtube channels so like top tens and uh, geographics biographics stuff like that i think you mean geo cities that's that's fair <laughs> <laughs> he has this other one called business boys um which is hilarious because he's a terrible businessman <laughs> i feel like that would be much more interesting than good business advice as it's long as really, it, you understand to not follow it, it. is so funny like, i love it so much um i will actually um he also does today i found out but i'll link him in the uh discord chat so you guys can watch him later i was this many he's... days old when i realized x Control X, Control V. <laughs> it works. But, yeah, it was 
he's pretty funny. I highly recommend that. What are your recommendations, Eric? Uh, well, and YouTube I, as well. I don't have really that much automotive stuff, but I really focused on watchability and stuff that I've seen enough times, especially where I can leave it on in the background and just sort of get that, I don't okay. know, that, that additional mm-hmm. feel in the uh, the environment that is my home that I've been that quarantined to, to kind of change it, yeah, change it up a little bit. So uh, number one is Office Space 1999. That is right. such a mindlessly That's- good cult classic. Uh, no next joke. one, 2004 is Team no, America no World I've Police. Been drinking a lot of pina coladas, and I've been thinking <laughs> about that movie every time I have one. Way, <laughs> way down, sit, sit, deeper sit, and deeper, deeper, way, way down. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, I had to. Uh, next one, Team America World Police, 2004. Another one of those just brainless, hilarious classics. Um, that movie's so dumb, and I love. North Korea because of it. I, yeah, but like I have five terrorists heading down Bakalaka Daka Street, and it's just like <laughs> these shitty animation models with like visible strings, just the ruthless pride, like American do you, pride. Do you remember um, the video game for PlayStation Two and Xbox, the original Xbox called Mercenaries? No. Yes. Yeah, so it was a video game where you're a mercenary and you're in North Korea. And it's like this like open world sandbox kind of blow it up stuff. Uh, and they have to, it, it, it's basically like it, it's a, one of the best games you could ever play. You had me on sandbox, so yeah, I I have vivid memories. Some of the happiest times of my childhood was playing <laughs> mercenaries on one TV with my second TV above it, watching Team America World Police while eating. Uh, sesame chicken from uh, Seafood Palace, the best How Chinese restaurant How many arms do world. you have? It's um, best not to ask I, that I, question. I, 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 the better question is how do I do all that at once? It's the same way I do that today with a computer. As I have the movie on in the background, I play the video game, I pause to eat the food. Oh, see, I thought you had some sort of third arm or... T- t- uh, well, it's an appendage. Yeah, We're relax. not necessarily going to call it a, an arm, but... <laughs> <laughs> It really depends on how you identify and define. Chopsticks with my feet. <laughs> oh, boots with the fur. Uh, and then my next picks are just the Austin Powers series. So one, two, three. That's not a bad decision. Uh, as far as YouTube, I didn't have anything actually marked down in the notes because it was a movie thing. But the channels I've been watching these days are all tech. So Gamers Nexus, mm-hmm. Hardware Unboxed, and mm-hmm. uh, there's a third big one. Can we talk about how much better Gamers Nexus is over... Linus Tech Tips. I have blocked all of the content on all of my platforms that has Linus in it because his personality is worse oh, than a dumpster awful. that has been lit on fire and it contains nothing but child diapers and Indian food. <laughs> yeah, he's awful. And Gamers Nexus is like Wayne's World, Tech World, and the dude and he has looks cats. like me. Yeah, and the guy looks like me. And he like, goes he looks... through the level of testing that that guy goes through for no apparent reason. It's just hilarious. There was actually one good Linus Tech Tips that I watched False. yesterday. Where he anyway, Shane, what's your picks? <laughs> no, no, no. You cannot talk about LTT. I'll find a way to mute you. I I will throw out there, I regularly watch LTT on just the oh, basis God, of God, I got a 100% more watchable than Steve. Hey, it's this button. Perfect. Anyway, real quick, he <laughs> built his entire computer off of Wish.com, which is hilarious. <clears throat> right. But yeah, he... that. That oh, then you should so watch Phil's better. computer lab, man. That's way better. He should. Yeah, I I've just seen wish. a lot of people build computers off of Wish. Like I, Buzzfeed did that. 
I just I really want to see Linus tech. Or I want to see Linus. Linus's content is good. His personality is insurmountably bad. I just I really wish that Gamers Nexus would do the exact same video. He, you know what Gamers Nexus should do? What the same videos, like the exact same videos, but with Gamers Nexus people because they're so much better. I agree. Anyway, That'd Shane, what are your decisions or your oh. choices? <clears throat> uh, I unmuted so, him, I guess, so he can say oh, stuff again. Okay, I was muted. <laughs> For briefly, yes, my, my, my participation <laughs> capabilities on this podcast are completely non-recognizable, whether or not I'm muted or not. It's beautiful. <laughs> As if that's any different than normal it's, shit. It feels vaguely <laughs> like a certain news channel that somebody disagrees, so we're just going to go, yeah, and moving on then. Okay. Phone noise uh, channel? <laughs> uh, I've been doing just, it's mainly been YouTube. Uh, on the TV series stuff, I actually went back into my library and started kind of watching House again, just because oh, it's I really low show. impact. And yep. I'm so comforted by it. I'm just like... <laughs> Fuck all you humans! I hate you and you and you. For Gregory House is one of the most misanthropic like role models ever. It is so great. Yes, and as a as a teenager, uh, early twenties, growing up in technology, <laughs> um, shockingly, I really got along with a character that knows more than you do, and you need to shut up because you're an idiot. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that, that is a perfect description of Gregory House. Exactly. Uh, great. Now so I need to rewatch. So many episodes of House. Yeah, long seasons, like, long episodes. Yep, yep. So you know how they're all going to go pattern-wise and stuff like this, but it's really easy yeah. to go Was ahead. Was it sarcoidosis or lupus? Uh, it wasn't lupus this time, so, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's never lupus until it's that one time. It's yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes, man. Yeah. Oh, the writers were in on that joke, and it was fantastic. <laughs> uh, so, uh, um, Shane, if you want to look at something really funny... Uh, scroll up to what I posted yesterday, the Drive Tribe, Tribe video of Richard Hammond's motorcycle journey, his long way around bike trip where he doesn't leave his house. I, I started watching it. I didn't I didn't get past him to actually get on the bike before I had other things to do, but I he, will, um, I'll go back. He to managed it. to crash the bike, like actually crash the bike in his driveway. That's, that's <laughs> not at all surprising. Special. <laughs> not at all surprising. It's oh, really funny. TV show that has long episodes and a million of them is Bones. It's about oh, Bones is so good. Anthropologist, and that's it's really good. It has a lot of characters similar to the ones in House, but I've I've heard about Bones. I just it, it's one of those I never picked up just because I, I got into House because I love the House character. Like yeah. I'm not necessarily in it for medical drama. I'm not like ooh now it's time to watch ER and go back to the '90s. Like nah, oh Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Which Grey's Anatomy is finally they're finally done. Good content, horribly produced. And that's the thing about House too. It was one of the big box office companies, so the production yeah. value was excellent. Yes. If you can well, get that, over the fact that they were always walking through hallways and talking, then, then yeah, the production was great. Well, yeah. Uh, House <laughs> came around in that early two, that mid two thousands era. We're gonna TV call it the Hummer H like, two era. Yeah, yeah, the Hummer H two era where mm. TV was like at its peak because you had a House, you had Bones, you had Twenty Four, like you had the, the Office US. and yeah. everything. I, yeah. Like network suddenly TV. TV, yeah, network yeah. TV at that point in time had such like an unlimited budget because you had like unlimited budget mm -hmm. but there wasn't streaming yet so like yes. they were still the end-all be-all and movies kind of sucked 
Yeah, so, no, like, first-gen Apple TV came out in 2005, and that thing was not great, and we, we, we really didn't see an explosion until 2008. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing that we won't talk about. Yeah. Uh, I do fall back on the gamers next to Steve, but I, he just goes so deep in some things that I'm just I like, and I'm moving on. Like, <laughs> like, good topics I get, but when he's like, when I set the V-Core voltage on this new Ryzen CPU to 1.344, I saw barely any negligible. I'm like, great. That's 0.3185 millivolts offset gave us a... <laughs> Right, exactly. That's exactly how he sounds. And I totally get it. Steve, if you could go ahead and just do like a five-minute front end of that video of like, here's all the cool stuff that a normal person might want to have and be a little bit more entertaining about it. And then be like, and now let's show you the graphs. And Dumber's Nexus. Mm -hmm. There you go. I'm down for that. Did you watch Polygon Unraveled? No. That sounds like gaming. So it is a gaming thing. I'm linking that in chat as well. It's this dude, um, Brian David Gilbert, who's a journalist, and he goes, like, really deep into some weird things. So, you like, he looks up, like, what Mario's retirement plan is. Mm-hmm. And, like, how many coins, gold coins, Mario would need to acquire to be able to retire at some point. And given that Mario is officially 40 years old, he really has to think about retirement. So, this is what he has to do. And he said, he like... Also, he also did one on... Um... Which character in Mortal Kombat would be the best to cuddle? Yes. And uh, what wow. music should really be playing in Fallout 4? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's really funny the way he does this. Because he mm-hmm. does, like, Gamers Nexus level mm-hmm. of just, like, deep dives of, like, way too much information. But he does that on the dumbest topic. Like, he'll scientifically figure out how much money Mario needs. He'll scientifically figure out what he would be as a sim. So like he even like... gets experts, too, to, like, weigh in on the topic. And, like, the experts, like, give him the legit information. But you can see all of them being like, um, what are you, why are you? Why do you need this information? (laughs) He's like, it doesn't matter. I just, I need this now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We should um, move on because we've been on this topic nonstop since the beginning. Yeah, it's only been 34 minutes. That's normal. (laughs) Hey, I have a car crossover to leave Uh that one. As long as it's Uh, not a crossover, that's fine. Porsche put uh, their documentary that they filmed, I think it was two years ago, uh, where their GT Le Mans series teams. Uh, were doing the uh, they were going to do they did did I should say Le Mans and 24 hours of Nürburgring back to back which was literally seven days apart Uh, it's called Endurance it's available on YouTube it's a night it's a full length 90 minute documentary and it's actually um, pretty solid there's you know a little bit of team drama BS at the beginning but there's a whole uh, once they actually get into the racing it's pretty solid on that one Um, and then don't watch Bloodshot with Vin Diesel don't. It is a stupid, like stupid, 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 stupid movie. And I you will know the it. ending of it three minutes into the movie. I know, but it's Vin Diesel, so you have to watch Vin Diesel. You have to watch the trash fire. Vin Diesel being Vin Diesel. That was and nine stupids. Diesel. Yes. That was a lot. Yeah. I cut it down. It was 12 originally, wow. but I, I decided wow. I that might be. You're trying to dumb it down for us. It's good. You're, you're welcome. Nexus. It's for time. <laughs> So. We got plenty of that. This is fine. We're in this whole quarantine deal. All right. <clears throat> Moving into our first actual car topic. Okay. And even then, that's kind of borderline. So we all 
have the opportunity in these empty roads to pretty much drive as fast as we want when we do drive. Um, yes. Routinely, I'm finding people going 20 over as the norm. And oh, yeah. my desire to do more than that is honestly, by and large, non-existent for most yep. drives. So People are finally yeah. driving the speed I want them to drive at. It, and I really hope that holds up when the, all this is done and things return to normal, but I bet it won't. Um, yeah, no, I, I, there, say... there, was somebody, there was somebody that stopped in an empty uh, like roundabout in front of my house. Mm-hmm to ch check to make sure nobody was coming they stopped in the middle of a roundabout first. so i had to lock up my brakes and like go into the median that's pretty and cool conveniently all my windows were down because i was blasting some annoying 90s house music so <laughs> i was just enjoying myself amazing so 90s I, house I took music. the time okay. to turn off my everything and yell at the person while laying on the horn until they moved. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things is you reacting to people poorly. <laughs> it really is excellent. But anyway, I, I haven't seen all that many police out. Like, even in the typical areas, like, if I'm going to see them, it's going to be where they always hide. So you can always prepare for mm -hmm. it. Um, but really I've been... I've only seen them at parks. Well, I'm sure, yeah, at actual, like, social locations, it makes a lot of sense. And that's probably where they're focusing their efforts, which is smart. It's yes. far smarter than just trying to go to the safest place in the entire world for people to go fast and then cite yeah. people for doing so. I will exactly. give you some tips for where I like driving fast off air. So. Mexico. Yep. <laughs> yes, Mexico. Um, but anyway, I've been leaning on my Valentine one a little bit more than Waze because when oh, yeah. everyone is out and right. about, Waze is it's pretty much all you need. But yes. if there are fewer drivers, you can rely on that database less because the sample size of actual reports is getting smaller. smaller. So mm -hmm. I, everyone will have very stark opinions on this. It's almost like a Chevy uh, Dodge Ford thing, but I have used Valentine 1 radar detectors since the late 1990s. And yeah. you guys know these things. They're the chunky, yes. blocky, black magnesium. They're I love them. They're known they're for their they're range. Also beautiful. And they were known for their um, their direction yeah, arrows before the patent yeah. expired and everyone else started snapping up that technology. So for the first time in over 20 years, Mike Valentine, who formerly started Escort, has updated the design of this thing. So they've got a V2.0, oh, wow. and I've just popped it up on the stream for people to look at too. No um, still a magnesium case. Uh, still supports all of the legacy hardware, which is nice, um, but they've significantly improved its range by using... Uh, it, you guys can look into it if you want. It's just valentine1thenumber1.com. Um, but they're using a different type of technology that bumps the sampling rate way up and then also has better noise filtration for all the other radar noises. Are noise they still going to sell the original? Uh, right now they are, just because they have a stock of them, but no, this will be Damn it. the replacement. I need to the original. So this is my thing. The Valentine one is endlessly better than any other the one that you can get at this point in time. Um, and always has been, always will be. So really, for me, it comes down to aesthetics. Now, I think this would look very, very good in your 8 series. But this the is a little too v modern for the 8. I think that it, it's a little bit more because it's got the curved thing. It looks like a later 8 series, the SL. Um, the original V1 would look great in the E30. That's uh, what I think. Yeah, I have the original really chonky ones in the 850 and the M3. And yeah, I got those the, the later great. ones I with the better those. noise filtering in my actual dailies. Cause 
<laughs> I can't stand all the false notifications. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but oh, I. You happen to be following an Infinity vehicle? Brace yourself. Or a Trailblazer, or a <laughs> Kia, or a Hyundai, or an Audi, or a modern yeah. GMT FM2. Yeah. That's a good point, yeah. Yep. Um, but yep. the later, um, there, there are a lot of software revisions. The, this company is historically famous for letting you update one from 1998 to current hardware. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Which yeah, is super cool. Valentine mm-hmm. is a really good company, and that's why I like them. I think I like the company more than I do the actual product. And that's uh, fine. Because... Mike Valentine seems like a guy I would love to have a drink with. Well, it's like, because the company's like, I know that like they're willing to take care of me. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I like Valentine mm-hmm. over Escort or anybody else. It's, it's like, a premium product, and they're definitely yeah. you're getting that level of service with that premium product. I will I definitely agree with that one. It's it's one of those things where it's like you know you you buy the nicer you know you go to the nicer mechanic you get the you buy an iPod instead of a Zune. That's what this is. Yeah, exactly. Hey. Oh, I feel. <laughs> well, that's Ch- fine. You can feel however you want, but the but, fact of the matter is, oh, one is just a better device. <clears throat> Yeah, no, you you get the better company that goes with it. It's like I'm gonna buy a wheel. I do, I do agree with that because Zoom randomly shut off all Zooms. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm, I will. Like, I'm gonna buy a wheel from Rotaform before I buy a wheel from Rota because I know Rotaform. I can call somebody and be like, "Yo, I got a problem," and they'll take care of me. Um, second gen. Well, as opposed to Rota, that's what I'm saying. It's like you get the brand name, you get the thing that you're getting. You're not just getting that product; you're getting the company behind that product as well. Yeah. Um, and that's what's really important. Um, also, speaking of really important, Mm -hmm. I want to talk about while we do still drive quickly, we do so in a respectful, safe manner. We don't drive quickly, say, leaving a cars and coffee or something. (laughs) It's a case by case, and yeah, you need you need a brain. Mm-hmm. We don't um, get into a seven incident hit and run spree <laughs> with our Gimbala GT. Oh my goodness! Like Ben Chen did. Hey, now speak for yourself. <laughs> Un- <laughs> not related to Larry Chen. Um, different Chen. But um, Ben Chen really needs to stop driving supercars. Um, he got into a seven incident hit and run, which okay. I can totally understand people not feeling, you know, people be like, okay, some rich douchebag wrecked a supercar or whatever, carry on. This dude just, like, ruined, like, seven people who live in New York's, like, total everything. Because, yeah, he's going to be fine. Like, he went to jail for this because he was also on drugs. But, like, these people he crashed into, like, yeah, this is, like, their only form of transportation. And he just, like, totally screwed up their whole life. Uh, And it's covid era so like you can't just go out and get another car um so that's really irritating um that's so mean <laughs> but also this guy seems to have complete disregard for human life around him because mm-hmm. he's also oh he's holding destroyed... that yeah this he's also destroyed a mclaren something or other um mm-hmm. yeah it's listed it in here worked. it's a 12c spider and then yeah. a mercialago lp670-4 sv manual which is one of three that were in America at that point in time. Uh, I didn't know they made also... those in a stick. Yeah, they made three of them. Oh, my God. There's I know the two. 640s were crazy. And even the one we've got, the 580. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so they that, that was like one of four, one of three. There's now, it's now 
zero. That car left. probably got fixed. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it did. It wasn't that bad at all. You look at Rowan um, Atkinson's McLaren F1. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it got fixed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so apparently, there's also been a lot of reports that there's way more accidents that Ben has um, been actively like sweeping under the rug and paying people off to scrub the internet of pictures of them. Cool. So oh apparently, there's a video of him. You know, taking his CLK GTR and going straight off a steep incline, leaving a uh, gas station at Monterey Car Week. Oh, weird! I think he... that video is right here. Wait, yeah. Wait, he... wait. So I, I'm I'm confused here. Are you saying that money doesn't buy driving skill? Because yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, it absolutely does. Okay, so what what's wrong with this guy then? Uh, apparently, this guy just spends his money on the car and not. Are they rental schools? Is that a is that a? No, that, these are all his cars. Oh, okay. Okay. So. Yeah. He does have the money, but the yeah. skill didn't rub off from the dollar bills. Well, Maybe he co-founded the on them more, Gold Rush rallies. I mean, those people are not yeah. known for their driving prowess. They're known I, I for heard... flexing. They, uh, they kicked. They, number one, he, he they, like Gold Rush came out real fast after that statement came out. Like, no, 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 no. He didn't co-found. He's, 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 he was an investor for like two years, and then he's out. And we're like, we're, we're done with, we're done with him. Yeah. So, so there's <laughs> also been videos of. Uh, been racing uh, this Gimbala Mirage in uh, um, Los Angeles. Like, particularly the mm -hmm. actual video below of him racing an M4. And yep. the dude's just um, an apocalyptic douche. Um, and I think what the issue is, so yeah, you want know to drive your supercar, drive like a, like a hooligan, whatever you want to do. Um, do that away from people. Yeah. And don't drive past your limit. Hey, the middle of Beverly Hills as the video is playing seems like a great plan to rip through. Oh, I thought this was Paul Walker. Oh, okay. No, 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 that's that that is actually Ben Chen. Yeah, no, uh, I was making a distasteful joke. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, no, the guy's just a, a total douche. Um and yeah, so this guy needs to just not be around supercars anymore. He should own a Chevy Aveo for the rest of his life. It's a Bisha Mirage. No, yes, no, 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 no. Say that for good people. The Mayev or whatever that oh, is. Oh, and I'm Yev. We turned a golf cart into a car with doors and then electrified it. Like, whatever that tall thing was. I've said it for a long time that we did need tiered it? licenses. Did, did <laughs> you um, hear our episode about where I mentioned the influx? The tuning of, culture? Yeah, of iMayevs in Australia. I did not. Now I'm... The, the TLDR is... We've uh, touched Japan's on this at great dumping. length. <laughs> the, the TLDR is Japan's been dumping all of their old uh, IMIEVs into Australia as soon as people don't want to pay for road tax on them anymore. And so in Australia, they're like basically free, like more so than normal. So people found out like they've been making like their like own like home battery packs and everything and like more than doubling the power on them. And upsetting people that are driving like Holden Minaros and stuff, like at stoplight drags. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to go back and look this up because this sounds it's, goddamn hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> leave it to Australia. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so Ben Chen, uh, he, he can go die in a fire. Anyway, Huge douche nozzle, Got yeah, it. massive douche. nozzle, massive douche. just constantly dripping douche out of it. Mm. Um, massive. Anyway. Apocalyptic. So you guys know about uh, Honda's new 1.5 and 2-liter turbo fours in the Civic and the Accord, right? Yes. Sure. 
the engines that are amazingly good, considering the fact they use an M6 metric rod bolt and are somehow holding with factory bottom ends in the 550 horsepower range. Really, nobody's surprised because it's Honda, right? But historically, I, say, I don't have faith until <clears throat> until these engines hit 200,000 miles. I'm not gonna have faith. I think they'll be okay, but I I, I get what you're saying because yeah. they don't have supplemental port injection that I'm aware of, so they're gonna have carbon buildup problems, like yep. every DI engine and stuff like that. But either way, it's happening. Everyone that's still making combustion engines is doing DI. They're doing forced induction, so. Um, we started off with the 2.3 liter, the K23T, in the RDX in 2004 or 5. Um, then more recently, we got these new L15 and L20Ts. Now, they officially announced that they are turbocharging a variant of the J-Series V6 from the factory. And uh, they're going to dump it in a Type S TLX, which actually, in this render, looks quite nice. I, it I, does, I actually. doubt the car will look like this at all, but... Uh, it kind of has a Ferrari-ish exhaust and rear diffuser, and it's kind of got the Fisker taillights and kind of a Model S side plane. Like it they, looks pretty good. Oh, yeah. It's it, a, they're they're going to find a way to make this car be not exciting in any way. Yeah. <laughs> We've turboed it so that it's even easier for your dad to stay out of the horsepower band. Now, when he uses 8% of his throttle for everything, he will literally miss the entire boost action. There you go. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. But then it probably won't. Actually, it'll get way more carbon that way. Shit. Hmm. Think yeah, of the fuel look. economy, though. Never uh, seen great. that yeah. turbo's barely used. Well, I mean, honestly, there's something to be said with that, because I have noticed that driving a DI vehicle with or without a turbo, if you drive it like a regular person drives a vehicle, the fuel economy is substantially better. It mm -hmm. is, yeah. Um, and I think yeah, that's just because they can, they can target that fuel delivery right at the peak cylinder pressure, but, man. That's actually why Subaru went with DI is because that's the only way that they can get anywhere near 30 miles per gallon full-time up. I believe that, yeah. Especially yeah. with that garbage-ass CVT. Oh, but anyway, I'll be curious to see what the TLX actually looks like next. In the next generation. I just to go out on a limb and assume there's no... I think Ryan just dropped out. What? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're back now, but... Did, did you hear what I, what no, I asked? No, I said go out on a limb and then you cut out. Oh, so I, I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that there's going to be no manual option? No, 10-speed auto only with oh. optional all-wheel drive. Ooh. Oh, boy. I called so, it on that one. Yeah, I mean, the news is still sparse enough where I can't really find manual stories or anything super good. But That's fine. I'm just, it's still a Honda engine. Yeah. Like, these are going to be... These engines, you you know they're going to bolt to old transaxles and stuff like that. And they're going to be great for tuners. Is, it's going to be like the modern NSX. Mm. Nobody's going to care. That's true. Like, it's just Acura is a brand. They are the Buick of Japan. Buick. Like nobody cares about them. Well, I have to do this to maintain status quo, so I get that. But again, I'm just coming at this from the point of view that it's going to be a good tuner platform. Like people are going to pull rods out of this and put them in old J32s and whatever things like that. So that would actually be a cool thing. <clears throat> my only my worry though, I'm I'm confident that this is going to be an integrated exhaust manifold cylinder head. Well, of course, it's cheaper to mm -hmm. produce. Yeah. Yeah, so people are still going to probably go with the aftermarket uh, turbo kits. Although I will um, say the, the Supra, the BMW B58, technically has an integrated turbo fold, and so does the latest Golf R. And both of those platforms are proving to be extraordinarily good as far as that power is a good production. Point. So, so I don't think a turbo fold is necessarily a bad thing. 
I just hope I'm wrong. Like, I, I would like to see that actually be good. But, I mean, it's just like, if you have a turbo fold and you have a god-awful exhaust note naturally on the engine, like, you're going to continue to have a god-awful exhaust note on the Oh, engine. yeah, it's not going to sound mm-hmm. good, but for response yeah. and efficiency and just, like, turbo lag, I, I do think it's... I, I get why they do it. The yeah. bar that they have to reach is it just has to be better than a VQ. That's it. Oh, it is. There. <laughs> that, that, that's their bar. It, it has happened. Has to be better than a, a V6 with unequal length and take manifold mm-hmm. runners. I don't know if a VQ um, sounds worse or the GM 90 degree V6 sounds worse, but they're both. Oh no, the GM 90 awful. degree V6 is by far the worst engine, because the VQ with a Tanami medallion exhaust sounds almost okay. A GM <laughs> V6 under no circumstances ever sounds remotely okay. There was that like, video a while ago of the people spending like thousands of dollars making equal length headers and everything for a VQ to make it sound good and they couldn't do it. I want to see that same intake. group of people doing that to a GM 90 degree and see if they can get one of those to sound okay. Well, As a former owner of a VQ with equal length exhaust headers, I feel vaguely attacked by this whole conversation thread. Well, they <laughs> sound terrible, so... <laughs> I thought they sounded pretty good, but it was the it was the high rev it was the the high rev version so it had the balanced intakes and the dual throttle body and stuff but so yeah the, maybe if you do that balanced intakes because yeah you can put all if you have a, an engine that sounds terribly before it even goes before it gets past the exhaust runner or the exhaust port like changing the rest of the exhaust isn't going to do anything like it's just going to change the pitch yeah so. yeah um, certainly hustled around a track. So I don't know. Speaking of, of GM V6s that sound terribly, I want to talk about Detroit for a moment. Okay. Um, do you remember Detroit moved their auto show to summer this year, like before COVID happened? I don't actually know if I remember that. I'm sure we talked about it, but they did. So that's that that happened. Um, like they because they did, they wanted to avoid their totally gross winter because they actually wanted people to like go to Detroit when it was nice. Oh, weird. That's true. It's normally so, in January, isn't it? Yeah, in, in January's awful. So they're going to move to summer, so be like, hey, look how nice Detroit is. Yeah, um, houses are like $5,000 here. Yeah, you could totally move here, bro. Yeah, I, you might get stabbed by a juggalo. Um, uh, my entire city blocks. Well, so, apparently, oh no, some, some math enthusiasts have done work and they found out that they narrowly avoided the COVID outbreak being even more massive in Detroit because of all the people traveling in from out of state and how much worse it could have been. Because hmm. um, they're saying that had the Detroit Auto Show happened when it was supposed to, like when it happened last year, um, they could have had like a Mardi Gras situation where... 800,000 people were then exposed to a city that has the highest rate per capita in the United States of COVID. So, yeah, that would have been more badlier. Yeah, much more badlier. Um, so, yeah, good thing that they moved that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it was on yeah. purpose, right? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Detroit, yeah, we, we, we know what's going on. Mm. I think there was forgot where i read it but i'm not sure if it's from this but like there's like like over 20 percent more cases that they could have had like in the well, city the, that would the, uh, i'm sure there's a distinct lack of intensive care hospital bill be- hospital beds in detroit to begin with 
And yeah, uh, herd immunity doesn't work that quickly, and you've got a very steep spike. So that would yeah. have, I'm sure, led to many, many, many more deaths. Yeah, that would have been way worse. So good thing that they changed that. Um, yeah, yeah con congrats, Detroit uh, Commerce whatever thingy for accidentally <laughs> doing a really good thing. Yeah, they did everybody a solid <laughs> on accident, so good for them. Nailed it. Um, <laughs> Hashtag so nailed it. That real quick. So, you know, if I can have any positive uh, news, I try and have <clears> positive <throat> news. I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy for the entire episode. Well, side note, round two of COVID apocalypse is, is bound uh, for sometime in July, thanks to Anime Expo as a giant weeb myself. Uh, Anime Expo is still scheduled to go down in LA, which is going to bring 140 some odd thousand people who generally have hygiene problems together. Oh no. So. Uh, yeah. Oh no. <laughs> but yeah, I feel but like all weebs wash their so hands. So once they get it, they're right? not going to do Even if they don't shower? I, I have a feeling it's going to be canceled, but right now it's still on. So, you know, I, yeah. I, no. that, if we can't get deodorant be... on people, even if they don't shower, hand washing is, is way. Is, like, Anime Expo, like, you, they, you don't have to get them to quarantine themselves. They don't leave the house anyway. It's just a bunch of fat neckbeards. Just turned into sorry, a you giant hear me? jitsy meat. 140,000 of them crammed together? I went, dude. You're, you're, <laughs> yeah, you're ass you're to mean? crotch. No, waiting in line for hours on end to see a 30-minute clip though? that's only coming out of Japan right now. It's, but this what, is how it what are these? What are these people going to do after the show, though? That's the thing. That's what I'm talking about. It's like they're not going to do anything. They're not going to go out in public. They're going to touch that. tips? Like, they're for the next two weeks after Anime Expo, they're going to be in their house watching anime anyway. They're going to get back on planes and return to the various areas that are nearby you. Dun, dun, dun. And they're going to not leave their house. <laughs> anime area. That's what I'm getting at. Is they're, yeah, the people on the planes, yeah. the people at the Expo, they're going to be at risk. But then after that, after the Expo, they're not going to be around other humans because they never are. <laughs> So it's gonna make no difference in their life. I see both sides of this argument, and I really don't know which one to take. <laughs> like, yes, I will be. Accidentally they... coming upon an anime expo in downtown. Like we were trying to go to Sushi Train, which is right across mm. the street from the convention center, and we didn't know that there was an anime convention going on. And I was like, uh, Ryan, we're not gonna get sushi tonight because. Uh, That's a big oof. The, the weebs so are afoot. Weebs. Yeah, like I saw somebody with a tail and cat ears, and I was like, I, I'm out. I'm out. I can't do it. <laughs> she, well, she said I'm furries out. and are weebs are two different this, groups of this people. This is literally the best time to go to Sushi Train because you could sit in the window and just watch the parade go by. Oh, no, no, they go in. No, they, they come inside. The sushi oh yeah, train. they're all inside Sushi Train. No, what you do is you go to Brits. And then you watch them. Yeah. Mm. And then you have delicious pasties and you watch all the weeps. True. Anyway. Yeah, they're not gonna go into Brits. I think that's probably the better better place to watch from. I don't think Brits is gonna let them in. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah no, they're they're remodeling. I couldn't possibly let people in. Um, going back to one of the earlier topics here about uh, the Valentine one on the empty roads. Uh, a couple of a uh, couple of weebs. Decided it would be a great time to take advantage of the empty highway system across the entire country due to lockdown and this here pandemic. And they decided to staple, and by staple I mean a couple of ratchet straps and a couple of very large marine fuel tanks into the trunk of an A8. Put some vinyl on the taillights 
and try to set a record. So, as you guys know from probably that VinWiki video we covered uh, two months ago, yeah. uh, somebody went through a lot of trouble and did a lot of prep and really made a good Weisstech E63 AMG and knocked out the record. I think they did it in 27 hours, 26 minutes or something like that. Um, these guys, much more crude. They took a uh, an A8L 4.0T. They literally ratchet strapped two marine fuel tanks into the trunk, and they duct taped an iPhone to the back of the seat as the timer. Um, yeah. And they did it in a little bit under 27 hours, so 26 hours, 38 minutes. Um, interesting wait, wait, enough. Wait, wait, wait a second! Wait a second! Wait a second! They had an Audi run for 26 hours. It must have been <laughs> brand new. <laughs> Even then, wow. But the 40T, I, I agree, because like you're really probably running that thing pretty hard at that kind of speeds, and uh, you're running it at all. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm sure it needed half shafts and turbochargers and probably a trans after all that. But um, the one problem I really have with this is in this article on the truth about cars is they had a quote from them where they said ATM machine, so. Oh, no. um, so I, I don't like these people, and I, and as far as I'm concerned, the record Vin still stands. They they I, might. I don't think they referenced the VIN number of the car, but uh, either what was, way, what was the time? I, I'm, uh, I'm tw- running twenty six thirty eight. So very fast, almost an hour faster than the Mercedes record. So averaging for that entire time, 106 plus miles an hour. Yes, at least. Consistently. Yeah, because the Mercedes was over a one, I think it was the first one to be over 100 miles per hour average. So yes, this Audi was averaging over that as well. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's cool that a stock car made it with such lack of prep, but also, I mean, it's like the Alex Roy thing back in the day. I mean, he took so much time to prep Mm -hmm. and just get it done right. And it was, it was great. It actually had a good story behind it where this is just kyle and chody and their dad's a8l you know they went to west marine got a couple of tanks and like i just this doesn't do anything for me like i just just, i don't care also it's an audi so like yeah even if they did i wouldn't care because it's an audi like maybe they should just call this the covid ball and it's got a different record that's actually what uh because there's no traffic like it doesn't work that way what is his name? Uh, not Doug Demiro. Uh, the the VinWiki guy. What's his? Uh, Ed Bullion. Uh, he released Ed a Bullion? video talking about it. Yeah, and, it's playing at the bottom of the stream right now. Yeah, yeah. He. I was. I couldn't put his name together. Uh, he commented. He's like, "Look, you might have done this. You're gonna have an asterisk though because of when you did it and the whole like. It, it, it clearly police attention has been elsewhere right now. Yeah. Yeah, this doesn't count. Right. right. There's less traffic. You know, it, I think fewer, it's been kind of... Fewer traffic. Right. It's been an interesting balance of kind of like technology and preparedness in these sort of efforts versus ever-increasing road density and, and you know, police equipment. So it's, right, yeah, I that's think it's part of the been, challenge. Right. And, and that's been kind of a fun part of it. And when you take half of that away, it's like, well, yeah, you can, you can run a fast time, but, eh, you know... Mm. So. I think, Again, it just doesn't seem quite right. Right. Yeah, it's like on what my way to work, I it usually takes me fifteen minutes, but I was able to make it in ten minutes, and I even stopped at like a caribou on my way. You said you did five the other day where you didn't get coffee, right? Uh, no, it wasn't quite because like I still have stoplights. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I left my house at 
2.10 and I made it to work by 2.30 and I stopped at a caribou and went through the drive-thru. I mean, again, everyone is driving legitimately on their own 20 or 25% faster than normal right now, so. Yeah. What, um, what is the route that they took in Smoking the Bandit? That was Georgia to Texas? Smoking the Bandit was not a transcontinental round, was it? No, it wasn't, but that was a different, really good mm. road. Oh, I gotcha. I, I do not know, but I'm I'm going to revise the thing we talked about at the beginning of this episode. That is another movie to watch. Yeah, right that's now. a really good movie. But, I have that um, on HD DVD. I'm going to go watch that after this. And yes. for the sake of it, Cannonball Run. Just cause... Great movie. Cannonball Run 1981. Yeah. And that also, that also has Jackie Chan driving a rocket-powered Subaru. So it does. And fapping to a VHS tape inside of said rocket-powered Subaru. Um, so, I would say, this is a great time not to do cannonball runs. No. Okay. Oh, one more thing I want to add to my Netflix queue. Kim's Convenience. Super hilarious. What is Kim's Convenience? Is that a video thing? Yeah, it's, yeah a, it's a it's a TV show. It's about a uh, Korean-owned convenience store, huh. and it is watching it for like the fourth time, and I'm still like the end comedy. It's so good. Like, huh. imagine if the Trailer Park Boys did, um, did uh, Fresh Off the Boat. Like, it's that level of funny. So, what is Fresh Off the Boat? It's, it's a the American equivalent. It's, it's about a, a comedy about a, a Chinese family that moved from Washington D.C. to Orlando, Florida, to open a steakhouse. That is, <clears throat> wow, that's super random. I hope that. <laughs> well, they didn't want to open up a Chinese restaurant because they don't want people to racist to them, so they made a steakhouse. Okay. The most American thing they could think of. Yeah, <laughs> you're trying. But what did to be what did they call it? Uh, um, it's what is it? It's what is it called? It's um, here. Let me look it up. What is the steak? Gosh, they house. mention it several times every episode, and we forget. But it's based in the '90s too, so it's like throwback. Oh, that's my favorite decade. Yeah, uh, it's Lewis Wang's Calamans Ranch Steakhouse. Holy shit! And then there's <laughs> well, some celebrity that comes in and buys it. Michael for Bolton. A little bit. Yeah, Michael Bolton buys it. Back to office space. <laughs> yeah. Michael, yeah, actually, uh, you should also watch Fresh Bolton? Off the Boat, Eric. You would love that show. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's so great because it's super nice. It's 90s. a show or a movie? It's, it's a, a TV, TV show. show. They're both TV shows. Uh, also, Hector uh, from Fast and the Furious is in it. He's, he's the, too he's slow the to win. They with the money, man. He's he's uh, he's a chef in uh, at Calman. He gets a CRX. <laughs> he owns a CRX and his name's Hector. Of course he does. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that once I'm done with this. I'll leave Say, it to Carbitrage uh, for helping you figure out what you didn't know you wanted to watch but are gonna go watch again. <laughs> yep, we're gonna watch Fresh Off the Boat and we're gonna watch Kim's Convenience. But yeah, Kim's Convenience, you gotta watch it. It's so good. Oh my god, it's just funniest Kim's convenience is funnier all right Corey just well, told me that uh, one of the scenes that we've been using apparently isn't properly translating discord audio so I'm gonna have to watch through the uh, video clip briefly once we're done to see if the recording survived or not and oh then no. I'll have to identify an issue if there is one I can certainly hear you guys find the levels all look good 
Corey, at what point does that happen? I guess. Um, well, we, we can talk about this between yeah. episodes. Yep. Anyway, hey, um, thank you so much for coming on, and Shane. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you on Discord. And if you want to talk to us on Discord, become a Patreon! A Patreon patron. Patron! <laughs> there you go. You did it. Bye! Good. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs>